Tell me more. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Julie. Get ready. We're going deep. Like page 12 of the Google search deep. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Jewel. Are you ready for a deep, deep, deep dive? Uh, I don't know. Tonight, we're talking about a celebrity couple. Okay. Let's say like B-list. They've been in the news a lot lately amidst rumors of possibly breaking up, possibly cheating. Oh, I know who this is. Who is it? Is it Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? It is Chelsea. And this (laughs) is why earlier, before we started recording, I was like, I'm not excited about it because I spent hours researching them and I don't like them didn't no, like them I before don't like them, either. don't like them still they're not likable people no it didn't make me like them I like it's not even like funny <laughs> so let's suffer through this together <laughs> great I'm so excited <laughs> can't wait you should have like aimed higher you should have been like there's a chance you'll like them more after listening to this that would that would be misleading and false advertising. <laughs> I mean, nothing nothing really came up that I didn't know that made me, that it's like, oh, like cancel them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like, you're not going to hate them. Like if you were impartial to them before, you'll remain impartial. If you disliked them before, you'll probably continue to dislike them. And if you like them, I don't think there's really anything that's going to make you not like them. To me, they're so like whatever (laughs) yeah they suck change my mind no (laughs) I don't know that I can (laughs) if that is your stance they suck change my mind this isn't the episode for you (laughs) if you just want to learn about why they've been in the news this is the episode for you (laughs) if you've seen their faces scrolling by on like e-news instagram posts and you've been like Oh, do I feel like clicking on that? And you've opted not to? This is the episode for you. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right. Before we jump into it, after I just sold the show so well, <laughs> please take a second to rate and review the podcast. We would appreciate it so much. We love hearing your feedback and it helps other people who don't want to click on the e-news Instagram posts to find out the information find us so we can do that work for them. Just so you know, like how this came about over the weekend, Megan Fox's ex-husband was in the news for feuding with his ex-wife from before Megan Fox. So yes, are, I saw that. Yeah, we're going to go all over the place a little bit here. But that was sort of what got me into it. It was like, oh, like I should look into everyone they've dated we've done that before with ryan reynolds but as we'll find out like megan fox has dated two people so like it's not that exciting (laughs) yeah what's the name of his like because i forgot he had like another baby mama before megan fox oh brian austin green yeah what's her name vanessa marcel Okay. Brenda Barrett from General Hospital. Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. She was also on maybe like 90210 or Melrose, please. One of those. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I know she. I know her as Brenda. That's where it was. 
All right, but we will talk about them and why they were in the news over the weekend. So we're going to talk about who Megan Fox is, what she's famous for, because also I was like kind of confused about that. Literally, all I knew she was ever in was Transformers. Yeah. We're going to talk about her dating history. Then we're going to look at Machine Gun Kelly, what he's famous for, because again, I didn't know <laughs> who he's dated. We're going to talk about some controversy fuck that word <laughs> just throw it out controversy some drama they've had <laughs> both separately and together then we're gonna talk about what they're like together as a couple horrible <laughs> why they've been in the news recently and that's where we'll wrap things up are you ready i guess <laughs> all right let's do this who is megan fox Megan Fox is an American actress. Chelsea, can you name anything she's been in? Transformers. One, two, three, and four. Actually, only one and two. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. I don't know how many there are. That was just my sarcastic (laughs) guess. So she was born Megan Denise Fox on May 16th, 1986 in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, to parents Gloria and Franklin. Her father was a parole officer and her mother divorced him when she was three years old. Her mother later remarried and Fox and her sisters were raised by her mother and her stepfather. She began training in dance and drama at the age of five. When she was 13 years old, she began modeling after winning several awards at the 1999 American Modeling and Talent Convention in Hilton Head, South Carolina. When she was 17, she tested out of school via correspondence in order to move to Los Angeles, California. She said her parents were very strict and she was not allowed to have a boyfriend or invite friends to her house. And she lived with her mother until she made enough money to support herself. And that's when, I guess, around 17, she moved to Los Angeles. All right, so that brings us to about 2001. She made her acting debut in a romantic comedy called Holiday in the Sun, which was released direct to DVD. We have a little previous episode connection there. Do you know what type of movie this was, Chelsea? Was this a Olsen's movie? was an Olsen's movie yes I remember this because I have you know an Olsen twin obsession <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was her first acting gig actually I remember her in that movie because that was the one <laughs> you're gonna be funny <laughs> that was the one where they were in they were in Nassau Bahamas and they stayed at oh my god what is the hotel there the big one I was just looking Sandals? at it. No, not sandals. Nassau, Bahamas. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I remember her in that movie. I think she played like the bitchy girl in that Yeah, she was their nemesis, it said. Yeah, in Nassau, Bahamas. Atlantis, that's what it was. Atlantis, the big resort. I love that one. Chelsea, podcast idea for you where you review all of the Olsen twins direct-to-DVD movies. I don't think there's enough time, Julie. (laughs) So she also guest starred on some sitcoms like What I Like About You and Two and a Half Men. Mm -hmm. In 2004, she made her feature film debut opposite Lindsay Lohan in the musical comedy Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Did you ever watch that? 
I don't think so. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever watched it either. Why would you assume that I would have watched it? I didn't assume. I was asking, <laughs> I'm just asking honest a question. I know. I think in like 2004, we like lived together. I would probably know if you watched it. That's true. You would have watched it too then. Oh, she was also briefly for two seasons, a regular on the ABC sitcom Hope and Faith, which I think that had like Faith Ford and Ke- Kelly Ripa playing sisters. Do you remember that show? The name sounds familiar. I just can't picture it. In 2007, Fox won the lead female role of Michaela B- Baines in 2007 live action film Transformers. She signed on for two sequels, but was not included in the third. And mm. we'll come back to that in our mm. feud section. Uh oh. In 2009, she had her first lead role since Transformers. She portrayed the title character in Jennifer's Body. What about that? Did you watch that? Oh, I think I I think I did see that one. I don't think I did, but it was like zombie-ish. Was it a zombie yeah, movie? Possibly. I can't remember. I feel, I know, again, I know the name. I just can't picture the storyline. In 2010, she was in Jonah Hex, which I've never heard of. Mm-mm. She also did a movie that Mickey Rourke called Terrible with Mickey Rourke called Passion Play. Nope. Okay. And since then, she's had small roles in The Dictator, which was a Sasha Baron Cohen movie. This is 40, which I saw and I don't even remember her in. Do you? No, I don't remember that, like her in that at all. No. Then she played April in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the sequel, mm. which again, I think I saw and I still don't even remember that she was. Yeah, this is really odd that she has this trajectory because, I mean, she started in an Olsen twin movie. Oh, you think this is a good trajectory? No, I'm saying um, this is shocking that this is how bad it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the thing that floors me the most is that she is so famous. And And she hasn't done anything, like, big. Except Transformers, which we'll get to. She ended up basically getting kicked out of the franchise. Yeah. Just so bizarre. I think, I mean, it's just because she's so pretty, right? I mean, that's got... Well, did she do, like, modeling stuff, too? Like, did she do, like, not Playboy, but did she do, like, Sports Illustrated or something like that? Because I feel like sometimes the modeling side, like, kind of, like, gains traction, Right, like who's the one that, no, but I think she's actually a model. I can't think of her name. She ended up marrying like a baseball player, maybe. Oh, Kate Upton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she's, but I would, Megan Fox is clearly more famous than her. Yeah. The last movie that she's been in was Midnight in the Switchgrass, which is the movie that she met MGK on the set of. It was also like, panned well didn't they not even promote the movie wasn't that the thing like yes with lala yeah yeah we're gonna come back to that under our feud section oh man yeah so that's it like that is her career now she did at a certain point stop really acting to have babies Mm -hmm. she's a mother of three which we're gonna talk about when we get into her dating history So Megan lived with her parents until she was 17 and she relocated to Los Angeles. 
she began dating Brian Austin Green in 2004. After they met on the set of Hope and Faith, she was 18 years old. Do you know how old he was? What year was it? 2004. I'm going to say he was like 28. He was 30, divorced and had a kid. And she was 18. So I just want to drive this home for anyone that's confused. While 18 does make you legally an adult, you are still a teenager. Child. (laughs) Child, yes. I don't know that, like, Brian Austin Green gets as much shit as he should for that. Yeah, that's really disgusting. Like, Like it's a 12-year age difference, but the maturity level difference between an 18-year-old and a 30-year-old is ginormous. Yeah. So this was her first and only serious relationship because remember her parents didn't let her date and she lived with them till literally the year before this. Yeah, quite a quite a jump. Yeah, so let's look at the trajectory of their relationship. Started dating in 2004. They became engaged in 2006, so she's only 20 at that point. Wow. In February of 2009, they ended their engagement but were reported to have gotten engaged again in 2010, Mm. though Fox has maintained that she and Green had been continuously engaged since 2006. She says they didn't break off the engagement. So then they finally marry in June of 2010 in a private ceremony at the Four Seasons Resort in Maui. Together, they have three sons who were born in 2012, 2014, and 2016. Now, I know, like, a lot of people, when they're pregnant, remember who was pregnant with them. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, compare themselves a lot. So I was pregnant both times I was pregnant with her, which was not fun. Oh, God. Yeah, that's not embarrassing because she's, like, her body's ridiculous to begin with. Right. Okay, so after she had her first two, so she had them in 2012 and 2014, she filed for divorce in August of 2015. A few days after that, she and Green announced their separation. But by early 2016, they were back together and expecting their third child. Then in April of 2019, she filed for divorce again. And then... They got back together after that, and then in May of 2020, Green announced that he and Fox had separated after nearly 10 years of marriage, and in November of 2020, Fox, this is the final time she files for divorce. So keep those dates in mind. She filed for divorce in April of 2019 and then rescinded it. I don't think that's the legal term. Yeah. In May of 2020, Brian Austin Green announces they're separated. And then in November of 2020, they file for divorce. Mm. Okay, so when do you think Megan and Machine Gun Kelly started publicly dating? Like, photographed together? Was it before she officially filed for the second time? Yeah. So June of 2020, her and Machine Gun Kelly start getting photographed together. And he's and Brian Austin Green said in May of 2020 that they were separated. Yes. When we get to their love story, we're going to find out that they actually, I believe they started dating in March. So before they okay. announced their separation either. And I guess 
they must have had wind that like photos were going to come out. So yeah. they probably then announced it. Do you have any Megan Fox related questions? I almost said Megan Kelly, but that would be a whole different episode. <laughs> Very different vibe. Um, how old was she when she had her first baby? Well, let's see. 86, she was born and she had the first one in 2012. So 26, is that right? 26. She was born in 86 and she had it in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, 26. Yeah. And then had like every two years basically had another baby. They have yeah. three kids. Well, I actually think the first two are closer together. Like mine, mine are born in 2012 and 2014, but they're yeah. only 14 months apart. Yeah. And then I think there's a bigger gap between the third one. That's crazy to me. Like I knew they had kids. I always kind of forgot that she had kids with him. Because I feel like that's a couple that you don't see their kids pictured a lot, right? Well, I feel like I didn't get into any of that in our like feuds or controversies. <laughs> Good job. You did it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, but there was a lot about the kids having long hair a while ago. Do you remember that? People no, I remember. Like girls, and maybe one of them was choosing to wear girl bathing suits. Was that a thing? Oh, I don't remember that with them, but I remember the drama between Megan and Brian Austin Green about like he posted a picture and then she like said some crappy things about like not him not basically alluding to him not being a good dad, but like posting about them on social media. Yeah, I think that he was like posting like every day of like quarantine and it was newly when they were separated and she was in like a bubble for a film and I mean I think he was with the kids every day but she felt like it was like an attack at her when she was working yeah and couldn't come visit because it was COVID and you had to stay in like your bubble yeah yeah I remember that about like the kids but I don't think their kids are photographed a lot so I always forget that she has kids but it kind of they're both pretty quiet about the kids too yeah yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting though, going from never being in like a serious relationship to being in a relationship with a 30 year old man and then having three kids with him pretty close mm-hmm. and then getting divorced. And so it kind of makes sense to me of her, like kind of reliving her youth and dating. Like, you'd think she'd have like a single girl era. Like she overlapped. There was no single girl era. You know what I mean? I can, yeah. And like, but I think like the, I never got them as a couple. You know what I mean? Her and Machine Gun Kelly. But like, if she's kind of like reverting back to like t- your 20s, you know what I mean? That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because he, he's a bit younger than her. Should we get into yeah. him? Sure. Okay. If you're done with that so far. I guess so. I was just thinking, like, even though she got together with Brian Austin Green when she was pretty young, right? Well, very young. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to backtrack that I think it's disgusting that he yeah. scooped her up at 18 when she had no dating history and experience with like, boys, as a female, <laughs> Could you imagine dating an 18-year-old? Like, I can't even, that, like, gross, it disgusts me to think, like, a 30-year-old whether it's female, male, or male, female, like 
whatever the dynamic is. Like, that's just disgusting to me. The frontal cortex is not even <laughs> fully developed until like 24 or 25, right? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. So like you should be dating within two years of your age until 25, I think. Like once you hit 25, everybody's got a fully developed frontal cortex go yeah. wild. But until 25, I feel like it should be a two year like radius around your age. I just also can't imagine like knowing how dramatic teenage girls are because I work with them all day long. I can't imagine like a 30 year old having anything in common with an 18 year old girl. And like deal with it. Yeah. And like, yeah, having like, how do you even converse with an 18 year old as a 30 year old man? It's just like, I can't wrap my head around that that relationship at all no no but the the thing that I did want to point out was though they started dating when she was 18 in 2004 they don't get married till 2010 so at least that's like six years later 24 is not like the world's youngest age to get married no however 24 marrying a 36 year old like gross (laughs) but yeah like I mean what was I I think I was married at 25 is that right but Mike was like one year older one and a half years old so that's a little different let's talk about Machine Gun Kelly I'm probably gonna call him MGK from here on out because Machine Gun Kelly's a mouthful he is an American rapper singer songwriter and actor did you know that well yeah based on that one movie they did I don't well, know. If more. So wait, what if I told you, Chelsea, that the only thing I knew him from before he started dating like Megan Fox was one movie? What movie? No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna have fun with that. When we go through all of his credits, I'm gonna ask you to guess which movie I had seen that he was in. Oh God, I'm scared. All right. So he was born and named not Machine Gun Kelly. In fact, what? even in his name wait, wait that's, that's not, not his, his first name. Name. <laughs> i figured he was irish his last name was kelly <laughs> do you know his name no i don't think so i don't know his name his name is colson baker oh maybe i did know that i know it was something like real 90s mom <laughs> he was born on april 22nd 1990 so that makes him four years younger than megan Okay. I mean, not a gross age difference. And they were both fully adults when they got together. So I thought he was younger than that. I don't know why. I I think I did too. When I saw 1990, I was almost surprised. Like I thought he was a lot younger. He was born in Houston, Texas to Christian missionary parents. He and his family moved around a lot all over the world. They lived in Egypt for the first four years of his life. He began rapping in sixth grade. There are going to be two sentences that follow that I can't make sense of in my brain. Okay. I'm either too old, not cool enough, not into his genre of music, but I was like, what? Like, it's missing words, I think. It says, Baker traveled to Harlem's Apollo Theater, where he had consecutive victories, making him the first ever rapper to win at the Apollo Theater. I don't know what that means. So you don't understand that? No. What's that? So I think they do. I think at the Apollo Theater, I think they almost do like a type of like star search kind of show. Oh, okay. And I actually think like someone who used to host it, 
someone, maybe it was like D.L. Hughley. I don't want to say Steve Harvey, but I feel like it's like someone from that, like, time. It's like D.L. Hughley or... singers? Or could it be like any sort of talent, like comedians or... Um, I think it's, yeah, I think it's any type of talent. Really, It's not like who's got talent. Like, I think it's a performance of some sorts. But they do like almost like a star search type of thing. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense. Maybe you can explain this one then. He recorded music in his home studio, which he refers to as the Rage Cage, and started to gain exposure when he was featured on MTV2's Sucker Free Freestyle, where he freestyled numerous verses from his Chip Off the Block single. So what don't you get in that sentence? It's just a mouthful. No, I think I get it all. Think about like um, Eight Mile with Eminem. Yes. Okay. So that's like the that. type <laughs> of situations we're picturing. I just like I'm not past the fact that he named his home studio the Rage Cage. Well, I think he's got like. Have you listened to his songs? I only know like that one. Is it like something Valentine? That's the only one I've heard, I think. Bloody. Uh, well, so, see, I feel like his stuff is, like, new age, like, think, like, dashboard confessional, like, emo type, like, new age emo. That's how I see it. But, like, a little. But more rappy, right? Like, you rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you do know about his music, because I was going to pause here and ask if you know anything about his music. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the actual names of the songs, but I do know some of them and like them. Oh, you like them? Wow, yeah, I like. Based on the fact that I did three episodes of, about Fleetwood Mac, I'm assuming no one thinks I like his music. <laughs> Bloody Valentine, that's what it is. Bloody Valentine. Okay, yeah, and is I think that's the one she's in the music video for. Um, possibly. I didn't. I don't watch music videos anymore. We don't. No? Where Where do you watch music videos nowadays? It's not on MTV. YouTube. <laughs> Should we go through some career highlights? Let's right. do it. <laughs> May of 2010, he made his national debut with the single Alice in Wonderland. March 2011, he participated in his first South by Southwest show in Austin, Texas. I wrote that down because I knew what South by Southwest was. <laughs> he released his first album called Lace Up in 2012. He made his first film debut in 2014 in a romantic comedy drama called Beyond the Lights. What? He released his second album called General Admission in 2015. In 2016, he co-starred and co-executive produced the drama film called The Land. Wait, so are the are either of these movies the ones that you have You seen? have to guess when we get to the bottom. Oh, okay. In 2018, he released an EP called Binge. He had a recurring role on a Showtime comedy drama series called Roadies. He played Wes, who was supposed to be a former Pearl Jam roadie. In 2018, he was in the Netflix post-apocalyptic horror thriller film called Bird Box with Sandra Bullock. You remember that's the one where... Everyone oh, had blindfolded, and there were like so many memes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so many memes. He portrayed drummer Tommy Lee in *The Dirt*, a 2019 Netflix biographical comedy drama about Motley Crue. In 2019, he released another album called *Hotel Diablo*. 
in August of 2020, he opened his own coffee house called 27 Club Coffee in his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, which I thought was weird because I feel like all the other coffee shops were going out of business during COVID. But also like, what a random freaking business venture. Like you do all these movies and music and whatever. And then you're like, oh, and I'll open a coffee shop. (laughs) What? Yeah. And then call it like Club 27 Club Coffee. It's just such a wild date to open a business, August of 2020. Yeah. And then the last thing on his list is he co-starred with Bruce Willis and Megan Fox in the crime thriller film Midnight in the Switchgrass. So which of those movies or shows did I know Machine Gun Kelly from, Chelsea? Well, my I have two guesses. It's either the midnight in the switchgrass because I could totally see you watching that because you heard how awful it was or it's what was the one the one I'll tell you it's definitely not midnight in the switchgrass because it's the only reason I knew who he was before he started dating Megan Fox so like came out after they were dating okay and I don't think it's the Sandra Bullock one I think it's is it the Sandra Bullock one? No. I think it's the one before that, but I lost the, I can't remember the description. I'll tell you, it was when he played Tommy Lee in the dirt. Yes, the Motley Crew. Okay. Yeah. I was like, he, it was probably that one because I know you went deep on Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. Well, so was I watched that like back when it, when it came out, I think on Netflix, like pretty oh, okay. early on when it came out definitely before anything with him and Megan Fox and all that was around but yeah. do you think it came up in conversation when the Pam and Tommy show was out mm-hmm. because I had a really hard time seeing Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee yes. and do you remember I kept saying that he was too short yeah 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 but then one of you like googled Tommy Lee's height and Sebastian Stan was like the same height as him and then I realized that I thought Tommy Lee was taller because I was just picturing Machine Gun Kelly playing Tommy Lee. Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. I remember that now. Yes. So that is the only thing I ever knew about him was okay. that he played Tommy Lee in that movie. Was he good in it? Was he good as Tommy Lee? Like as an actor? He wasn't bad. I would almost say he was better than Sebastian Stan at being Really? Tommy. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. So we're going to look at his dating history as, again, I said it wasn't, like, it's not that crazy. So in his teens, he was in a relationship with Emma Cannon, with whom he has a daughter who was born in 20, nope, not 2019, 2009. So she's, like, pretty old now. How old would that make her? 14. 14, yeah. He was in a relationship with model Amber Rose for two months, beginning in 2015. Mm-hmm. It's not a very long relationship. Yeah. You remember Amber Rose from dating Kanye and saying that he I like was... fingers up his butt. Yeah. <laughs> That's her claim to fame. <laughs> it's possible that he dated Halsey at some point in 2017. We're actually going to circle back to that in feuds. And just before he started dating Megan Fox, he dated model Summer Ray from March to April of 2020. And that's it for him. A short-lived romance. Yeah. You ready to get into the feuds? Yeah. 
well this is not really a feud this is just sort of like drama controversy <laughs> controversy <He's coming> up. <laughs> so in 2009 fox was actually one of the people targeted by the bling ring they robbed her then boyfriend brian austin green's house to steal megan's stuff Ew. Yeah, I don't I I guess at some somewhere in my brain I knew she was one of the people that they had stolen from. All yeah. right, remember back to when I said that Megan had signed on for two of the Transformers sequels. Yes. But she was only in the first sequel. Okay. All right. So there was controversy surrounding Fox's appearance while filming the sequel, and Michael Bay, the film's director, ordered her to gain 10 pounds i guess she got too thin he wanted her to gain weight fox was to star in the third installment of transformers but was not included because of her statement comparing working under director michael bay to working for hitler what wow bay said in june of 2009 that fox was fired Wow, I feel like you always hear the reverse of this. <laughs> like, you need to lose weight to maintain this role. And now it's like, you need to gain weight. But you know what's so funny? Transformers was on the other day. And mm. I guess it was the first one. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she still had that like baby face. Mm-hmm. Like not like a chubby face, but you just have, you know how like when you're younger, your cheeks are like fuller. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, she looked did she have work done or did she just kind of like lose that baby face? So a couple things. I wonder if they thought with 10 extra pounds, she'd look younger because yeah. Shia LaBeouf looks young. Yeah. And that's who's supposed to be her love interest. So it looked really weird if he still looked like a teenager and all of a sudden she looks like a grown woman. Yeah. So maybe that was part of why they wanted her to gain weight. But there is also a huge difference between how she looks in the first one versus the second one. Right. So I'm guessing it was more of a battle for her to look the same as she did in the first one and less really about her weight. It was probably more just like, we want you to look like the same person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the reason she got fired was for comparing him to Hitler. Uh, Yeah, that's little misstep saying that about people no that's not that's not great we're gonna talk about mgk's feud with eminem this is also a pretty gross feud Mm -hmm. so mgk's feud with eminem began on may 7th 2012 so if we're mathing right now (laughs) that makes him 22 yeah he tweeted saying that eminem's daughter Haley was hot as fuck and she was 16 at the time. Yeah, poor taste. Yeah. Then he claimed in interviews that because of that tweet, Eminem had him blacklisted from radio. And then they both wrote dish tracks about each other. I mean, it's quite possible, but you could have like blacklisted yourself by being a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I saying that about a 16 year old. Yeah. Okay. Then MGK also had a feud with g this feud began after GEZ and Halsey broke up because photographs of MGK and Halsey together surfaced. Okay. So on July 18th of 2018, GEZ revealed that he had bleached his hair blonde, and that's sort of like MGK's signature look. Yeah. So then MGK went on Twitter 
and said that it was an attempt to look like him. And then they both wrote diss tracks about each other. Oh man, diss tracks are like the best thing ever. I love them because I feel like they give you way more info than you want about the situation. Yeah. But they just like satisfy what that artist needs to say in the moment. Like, do you think anyone regrets any diss tracks they've put out? Wasn't there like a Drake diss track where he implied that he hooked up with Kim because Drake and Kanye always fight and he gave exact directions to Kim's house in it or something? Oh, I don't remember that, but it's, I believe you. I could have totally made it up. It's a very specific thing to make up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about the Midnight and the Switchgrass feud. Yeah. So this is the movie that they met during the making of. They very famously no-showed at the premiere. And then Lala Kent, who at the time was Randall Emmett's fiance. And Randall Emmett was, gosh, what, like, I guess he's listed as a producer. I think he was mainly, like, funding it. Lala shaded them on Instagram for not being at the premiere, And then, like, fans bombarded MGK and Megan with comments and questions. So eventually, MGK replied to one that said, If I don't talk or tweet about a movie I'm barely in, it's because it's... And then put a trash can emoji. (laughs) So that was that. That was the fight about that. I feel like it spiraled for a while. Didn't yeah. they not? And they didn't go to the premiere. And well, yeah, they didn't go to the premiere. And Lala posted about them not going to the premiere and it being disrespectful on Instagram, which then made people like comment. And then that's when MGK made that reply about like, if I didn't go, it's because it's trash. Yeah, like that's probably not a good publicity for. No, anything. also the movie was trash, from what I hear. Her <laughs> completely. You shouldn't garbage. have done it, like. <laughs> all right and then as i promised because it's peripheral drama and current we're gonna talk about brian austin green and vanessa marcel so megan's ex brian austin green hereby being called bag (laughs) and his ex from before he dated megan brenda from gh they have like the messiest of messy relationships like Mm -hmm. if you google like drama between them there's like articles for years going back yeah but lucky us (laughs) just this weekend vanessa posted in her instagram story and she claimed that she and bag did not and don't co-parent and that she raised her son alone to which bag took to his instagram story because this is how people address real life issues these days and responded this is the direct quote from his story so i can't tell you all how frustrating it is to read continued lies from a 50 plus year old woman on social media like she's still in high school she has never in her life been someone to walk the walk talk is cheap Megan and I bust our asses to give Cass a well-rounded childhood since his mom was rarely there. I'm assuming that's why she posts so much of him now. When will she, all caps, go away? So this is relevant because he mentions Megan. He says, Megan and I. And I mean, if Megan was like raising babies and with him. Well, I think it's like, I mean, it does 
you might have changed my mind on her a little because that does say something like you're 24, you then have three babies with this guy and then you're also helping raise another baby that's not yours. Well, actually, let's look. Um, How old would Cass have been? Do I have when he was born in here? Like, that's just like, that's a lot going yeah, on. I don't know if I have when he was born but they got together in 2004 so he was born before 2004 so let's say even if he was born in 2000 you know like when they got together he was a fairly young kid yeah how old is brian austin green now well let's math she was a 50 plus year old woman that's kind of like whoa buddy i think i looked it up and he's like 49 48 something like that because that also i was like oh shit what's he like is he making fun of she's vanessa is older than brian okay but within like five years i would say yeah so we've gone a little bit off track here because i didn't even get to the biggest point about the brian austin green vanessa marcel their son cassius here it is ready yeah bit of info Cassius does not follow Brian or Vanessa on social media, but he follows Megan. <laughs> so they're um, both over there fighting over who's the best parent to him, and he follows his stepmom on social yeah. media. He's like, I'm actually done with both of you guys. Right. And- that's kind of what it feels like. What are MGK and Megan Fox like as a couple? I bet they're really fucking weird. <laughs> They are. They're like, they are tryhards. They're like weird with like the sadistic crap that they do Mm -hmm. and like exchanging blood or whatever they did like when they got together. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. They are just weird. Like they remind me of Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Um, They're like next gen. Yeah. Yeah. 2.0. Exactly. That's the vibe I get from them. Do you know how they met? Well, it was on that movie, didn't you say that? Oh, right. But like, do you know about like their first interaction? No. You heard this story. Then I am thrilled that I get to tell it to you. I don't think As I mentioned, they met while filming Midnight in the Switchgrass in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. This is what Megan said about their first meeting. I just remember this tall blonde ghostly creature and I looked up and I was like you smell like weed and he looked down at me and he was like I am weed (laughs) could you imagine and that attracted her to him oh my god she was a grown-ass woman with three children and a husband and that was what did it for she clearly needed an escape (laughs) what well, this reminds me of our Tori Spelling deep dive when she's wow. married and then she meets Dean for the first time on set and she's like, I did not think he was attractive. And then like later on that day, Dude, I thought he was the most night. beautiful man alive. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> he must have had some BDE, I think. Yeah. Dean. That's well, my new I could totally see Machine Gun Kelly having BDE because he kind of just like has that like I don't give an F. Yeah. Persona, you know. That's true. All right. So here's just a couple quick weird things they've done. 
She calls him her twin flame. This is the shit that's like super embarrassing when you're splitting up, right? That people are on podcasts reading quotes. Like yeah, it's like someone blew out that candle. <laughs> so she said, instead of a soulmate, a twin flame is actually where a soul has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So we're actually two halves of the same soul, I think. And I said that to him almost immediately because I felt it right away. That's really, really bizarre. That's a lot. Like, yeah, like who thinks like that? <laughs> well, not only who thinks like that, but who projects that on someone they're meeting for like the first time when they've never been single in their Could adult Could you life? imagine if you said that to Mike? What would his response be if you said that? To Mike would dad? literally just go, mm, okay, and then like walk away. <laughs> yeah. Kevin would be like, I'm out. Like, what is this chick's deal? That's crazy talk. <laughs> Mike would walk away and say like, mm, okay, and walk away now after we've been together for like 17 years married <laughs> for like, how long have we been married? 14 13 I have two children he would still just like mm, okay I'm going to bed <laughs> I'm gonna be like are you drunk are you high like what well like for what it's worth they probably were high when they said these things that's true that's true because don't forget he didn't just smell like weed he was weed yeah, I am weed <laughs> I also found a picture of them wearing jewelry that actually like chained them together. It almost looked like they were connected by their fingernails and then like a chain. Ew. They're fucking weird. Okay. <laughs> then when they got engaged, Megan posted, this was her quote under the cap, like the caption on IG, as in every lifetime before this one, as in every lifetime that will follow it, I said yes. And then we drank each other's blood. That's disgusting. I remember when this happened and everyone was like, uh, okay. <laughs> she also wears a custom engagement ring that has thorns mm -hmm. like, designed into it so that it will cause her pain and it will cause her to bleed to take it off. Yeah. So how's that going? Funny you should ask. <laughs> why have they been in the news lately chelsea at some point through the night on february 11th into february 12th megan deleted all images of mgk from her instagram now from all the research i've done they were photographed together the night of september <laughs> can you tell it's past my bedtime the night of february 11th they were pictured together. And then, so she uploads a carousel of images and she's still in the outfit that she was photographed with him in. So yeah. something happened very quickly for this to like take place. February 11th, they're out, they're photographed together. She's in an outfit. At some point through the night, she deletes all the images of him and uploads this carousel and she's still in the same outfit. Yeah. Okay, so, like, that's kind of quick to, like, throw away your twin flame. Yes, twin flame. <laughs> she captions the carousel with this quote. You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath. 
Do you know what that is from? Is it a song lyric from one of his songs? Not one of his. It is a song lyric from Beyonce's song, Pray You Catch Me, off of her 2016 album, Lemonade, which we all know was about Jay-Z cheating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She also unfollowed everyone except for three people. Do you know the three people she followed? I think Eminem was one of them. Eminem was one of them, which is interesting because that was one of his feuds. Yeah. Do you know who the other two are? No, Just I don't remember. Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. Very interesting. Is there any uh, connection to the other two that we should be aware of? I don't know. I mean, they're both like small, scrawny boys. I don't know. I think it was like follow people that you I like but you hate yes I do I think that's exactly what it was I don't think he necessarily ever had like a public beef with Timmy or Harry yeah but I bet it's something personal to them yeah like maybe she thinks they're hot and it makes him self-conscious or something yeah 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 so since then there's been reports that she's removed her engagement ring, which, as we know, is no easy task. <laughs> she's come out and publicly denied cheating rumors because people in the comments were like, oh, he cheated with Sophie. And then other people were like, who's Sophie? And Sophie is apparently the guitarist in his traveling band. But yeah, everyone's denied that. And I think she denied cheating across the board, like not just a no to cheating with Sophie. Where were they the night they got photographed, which then led into this night of, like, were they at a show? Like, did you see that? Like, do you think something went down that night? Party? That was like, like a sponsored party, like an event party. But I can't recall off the top of my head what it was for. Because that's like, like you said, they were photographed, but like, they could have been photographed and still been like arguing. You know what I mean? Like, right. like you I have think... to go to this party, show face, but I hate you, you know? No, I, from what I understand, there's like photos throughout the night of them, like interacting, like it, mm-hmm. and other people that were at the party came out and were like, it's really weird. They seemed fine. Okay. All right. So she denied cheating rumors and they've been photographed outside of a marriage counselor and they're repeatedly repeatedly reportedly mm-hmm. attending couples therapy every day which seems intense i have a theory about couples therapy before you get married and it's that if you need couples therapy before you get married maybe you shouldn't get married yeah like that's not a good sign no i know and that's bad advice i've heard other people be like no it's like preventative <laughs> but also i'm kind of like the listeners cannot see that my eyes just rolled. No, I get to some extent, like maybe having a session where you talk about like triggers or like different things like that, just open communication. But if you're intensively working on your relationship before well, you're even married, like, yeah, I think if you have so many have children issues, together, yeah, I if you have so many issues before you get married that you need to go to therapy to work through them, then every like, day. Yeah, that's not a good start. Do you think it's like anything to do with like drugs or anything? Because going to therapy every day, oh maybe something that could have happened quickly 
maybe she found out that he relapsed or something because he has had drug issues in the past Mm -hmm. I think he's also been pretty open with like mental health issues yeah yeah the fact that the quote on the carousel had to do with betrayal maybe it is like he promised like no drugs and he relapsed because that could be seen as a betrayal and then yeah you're right like you would maybe do intensive therapy every day I don't know that you'd go to a couples therapy like it would probably be more like drug and alcohol therapy yeah I would think but yeah that's actually a good point now this is just complete speculation and just to add a little bit of drama but suspiciously another couple has also publicly split in the past couple of weeks who is a close friend couple of them wait who avril levine and mods yes as i said megan alluded to infidelity or you know betrayal so what do you think could this be a coincidence i don't think they're connected because i think i heard somewhere that avril was all was connected to a different person yeah i actually literally just today saw yeah her she's been photographed out with tyga a bunch which what a crazy web doesn't he have a baby with black china but also dated kylie jenner but then black china has a baby with rob kardashian yeah yeah (laughs) oh my gosh yes i forgot about all that so that's fun but that's everything that's all that's all my information well you didn't change my mind completely but i think in terms of maybe megan fox's personality like maybe she's like an okay human like annoying yes but like maybe she's like an okay that's a rough one because i did completely leave this out but there's an entire interview that she did about how she's not like other girls oh i hate that (laughs) i know we talk so often about how much we hate that vibe so yeah, she did an entire interview about how girls hated her in high school because she only was friends with guys. Oh no, I hate she that. She just no, got along better friend. with guys because she's not like other girls. But also like maybe she's grown out of that. I feel like parenting changes people a lot. Yeah. I don't, I didn't write down what year that interview was from. I do think it's very telling that the stepson follows her and not his own parents. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said for like raising, I I don't know what to what extent she raised Brian Austin Green's other son, but like taking another child in as your own, like Mm. that's something you don't have to do necessarily. And especially so young. She was 18 when she started dating him. Yeah. So, but besides that, I don't like her. (laughs) I just, I feel like it's rough that she has been in intense serious relationships basically every second since she's been 18 yeah like, i feel like she needs to have a single girl summer at least. at least at least take the summer megan fox yeah do some hot girl shit and you know live it up a little yeah to be continued on their drama maybe maybe we'll do an update once we know what's going on i don't know like i still don't like them we probably won't ever (laughs) 
Well, that's it for this episode. Do you have something you want us to deep dive on? Send us an email with the topic to julie at vermontmoms.com. And be sure to come hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at VTMom. If you want to dive deeper into any of the topics we present here, shoot us a DM on the gram. We love to chat. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast and subscribe so you know when each new episode is released.